0: All right, Labor Day. And I'm talking to you as you're not laboring, I hope. It's okay for me to labor. I'm still the new guy. New guys have to labor. Have to build up that time. But you guys should not be. And if you are laboring with me, well, that's, you know, I get it. I understand it. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. I am streaming live on the WORD Facebook page. And... The podcast is available for free on the Free Odyssey app. Now, what we see going on right now is that the left, the swamp, has decided that Donald Trump will be expunged. And anybody who knows Donald Trump will be expunged. And anybody who spoke the name of Donald Trump, Or was ever on the same continent as Donald Trump. They're going to be expunged. None of these charges have nothing to do at all with actual law. They have everything to do with creating an opportunity. It's an opportunity for us. Because now we can sit back. And use this power as a suppository against our enemies. And we should be doing that in a very aggressive way. Now, listen. This is not something I really want to do. This is not something I ever wanted to do. This is not something we should ever want to do. You should never create new rules where you use the law or you twist the law into unrecognizable unrecognizable forms and shapes in order to trap your political enemy people have been saying this for a very long time but what i think and what they think and what maybe what you think that doesn't matter The new rules are now the rules and it's time to use them like Eric Swalwell used Fang Fang quickly and unpleasantly for the recipient. And you have to understand that these charges have zero legal merit. There's a lot of reasons why. Some are just factually ridiculous. Some fail to apply the facts to the elements of the statutes. In others, the statute is applied in a way that was never meant to be applied. Some of these are just selective. I mean, if you're going to charge Trump for obstruction... For moving some boxes around his resort, you've got to have a good explanation as to why Hillary Clinton got to skate after taking a hammer and tongs to a bunch of hard drives that were literally under subpoena. There's no reasonable explanation except the way the rules are being applied, which is that Democrats walk while Republicans get locked up. And uh, this is an unacceptable state. This is the two-tiered justice system. Now, these are legal atrocities and they are a disgrace and something that these prosecutors should be ashamed of if they had any sort of code of honor or you know professionalism or ethics. But this new rule about how it's now okay to manufacture charges against political opponents does give us an opportunity to jam up a bunch of Democrats and jam them up. We must because we all have to live by the same rules. This is one of the reasons they don't like Trump is because Trump made them live by their own rules. He slapped them constantly in the face with Alinsky's little rule book and If you really like the old rules, you're not going to get them back by allowing your enemy to violate the norms while, like a little submissive, you obediently continue to pretend that it's still 2005. The great George Washington, who we should be reading and quoting all the time, he explained that there are risks to telling yourself that the enemy is so bad that you have to take radical steps in response and abandon the norms that you make that make you a civilized society. And you can go too far and you can also not go far enough. And that, that's the risk, the risk of not retaliating here at much, much worse than the risk of going too far. And this means misapplying the law to them precisely in the way they're misapplying it to us. And if you want to stop this nonsense, you got to make it painful. You got to inflict the pain, you got to make them deal with the pain. So, some of these charges vague, ambiguous. Like asserting that there was some sort of giant conspiracy out there to subvert the rights of the people, even though no people's rights were subverted, nor would they have been subvert, subverted, and even if they would have been subverted, the subversion is within the scope of allowable public or political activity and the First Amendment. A lot of these novel Democrat charges, and it is a really bad idea to create novel criminal charges when you're prosecuting a political opponent depend on statutes that were used to keep the Democrats from letting black people vote. <laughs> and uh, a lot of them are phrased as making illegal any attempt to prevent someone from exercising his rights. And like, like I said, that's pretty vague, which is pretty useful when you want to abuse the statute. And a lot of states have these laws, and a lot of red states have them. And guess what? A lot of people in D.C. have been violating them. And if you accept it, we're going to apply these laws to political activity. state like Missouri probably has some of these laws. What it needs is to do start indicting people in Washington, D.C. for violating them. Now, once again, that's a terrible idea. That's not what these things are designed to do. But there's a thing called precedent. Legal precedent. And they're the ones that are making it. This is why when everybody was coming out and saying, well, we're going to turn this into a Second Amendment sanctuary, and everybody's like, well, you can't do that. Well, sure we can. Because of the precedent of the sanctuary city, where they can ignore immigration law. Of course, there is a precedent set for that. You guys did it. They've established that you can use these laws to screw over your political opponent, and, uh, you know, unfortunately, that kind of thing is a two-way street. So, say the Attorney General of Missouri or a red district attorney in some red district in red Missouri could go out and find a citizen who is forced into a mask and not allowed to make his living and denied the right to go to church, not to the strip club or liquor store because the left doesn't hate those during the COVID idiocy. And who is behind all that? Well, that was Anthony Fauci and his friends over at the CDC and the NIH and the other acronym places. So you indict them, every single one of them charge them for RICO on a conspiracy to defraud the rights of Missouri citizens or some such nonsense. This is the epitome of putting together a word salad. But the important thing is to indict them in a state court. And they'll seek to remove those cases to federal court and watch the hilarious 180 turns of all the legal morons at MSNBC who are mad because the defendants in the Atlanta frame job are doing the same thing. And these things were not meant to prosecute dumb bureaucrats in Washington for saying stupid things that they knew were untrue and apparently getting rich off of it as well. They shouldn't have been doing that, but they did. And they shouldn't be doing what they're doing with Trump, but they are. So guess what? We The COVID creeps are only the first target. What about all those people who conspired to prevent Missouri citizens or citizens of Oklahoma or Idaho or Alabama or Florida or any other state not dominated by the communists from speaking freely on social media? It's time to give a little bit of what we've been getting just so they can get a taste for it. They haven't tasted it yet. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. Does anybody care what Pete Buttigieg says? Does anybody do you even care about that? I, I, I certainly don't care about it. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. Catch it live on the WORD Facebook page where I am streaming a video stream. If you're into that, if that's your cup of tea. Podcast is available on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> oh, gosh. Does it ever appear to you like it does to me that the left really doesn't even want you to have any fun? They don't want you to cook. They don't want you to get around. You can't even get drunk. No gas stoves, no gas-powered cars, no beer. They're trying to put the kibosh on all of this stuff. And right now, They're trying to make you believe that all cars cause climate change and promote racism and should therefore be banned. I don't know exactly how that works, how how it promotes racism. Now, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg appointed an Obama-era group made up of 24 leading experts to advise him on transportation equity. Claiming that the privilege of owning a car ignites systemic racism and should be banned because of their negative impact on the environment. That's just so stupid, I can't even laugh at that. That's just the stupidest thing I've ever heard. The privilege of owning a car ignites systemic racism and should... What about all the people that own cars? I mean, I we, we have one at my house... Uh, my friend Darren, he's got three or four at his house. ones, and he's black. And when I went over there and I saw him, all I talked about was me and him. I didn't really care about his cars. I did look at one because it was really good looking, but, you know, that's about it. Members of the Advisory Committee on Transportation Equity include spatial policy scholar Andrea Marpillaro Colomina, who says, all cars are back. And calls for zero-emission transit. You know, uh, Andrea, I'm I'm willing to listen to what you got to say. What the hell are you talking about? Well, she apparently realized what she had just said, and, and was sort of going like, "Did I say that out loud? out loud?" She told the Free Beacon that she's not advocating for a complete erasure of cars, but in hopes to convince Buttigieg to redirect the U.S. from relying on private motor vehicles. Veronica Davis also claimed cars are the problem and divide communities because, according to her, vehicles are a status symbol that only privileged white people own. She said this is not anti-car propaganda, but vehicles have wreaked havoc on the environment and communities. Racism shaped the urban and suburban areas where even today we see the residual effects. The only thing we see in the urban area is the inner city crime. That's what we see in the urban area. I don't know what you're talking about. Now, this committee, which was resurrected because it was scrapped by the Trump administration, they will advise Buttigieg on promising practices to institutionalize equity into agency programs, policies, regulations, and activities. Once again, I don't know what that means. I don't know if they know what that means. When these guys put together this word salad, I just sort of sit back and I'm like, do you guys even know what you're saying? So, in 2021, (laughs) the resident issued an executive order that required federal agencies to pursue a comprehensive approach for advancing equity for all. That is so ostentatious. This is like me getting out there and uh, getting out there and saying, okay, and I'm going to steal this from Steve Martin because Steve Martin was funny. He's still funny, but, you know, he doesn't do the uh, the comedy shows like he used to that I'm aware of anyway. He got out there one time and he said, listen, when you're going to do something like this, you got to call for something crazy. You know, you got to have a million dollars in cash, getaway car, and strike the letter M from the English language. And that's what this is. This is them getting out there saying, uh, you know, uh, pursue a comprehensive approach for advancing equity for all. I mandate it. Boom. Let it be done. They also have to conduct an uh, equity assessment to identify policies that create systemic barriers for minority communities. Okay, what might that be? They also want to reduce commuting miles through an increase in remote work and virtual engagements. And the plan states the COVID-19 pandemic has highlighted major opportunities for telework, with some studies showing the possibility of 10% long-term reduction in annual vehicle miles traveled. Um. Everybody needs to go out today, or or stream it today. Get maybe it's I I don't know if it's on Netflix or anything. You need to go watch that movie Wally, which is a great movie. It's a great it's a great story. But um, the interesting thing about Wally is in Wally, everybody has Fred Willard was the president of the Earth, before he died, of course, and uh, everybody has left the Earth because it's just so full of garbage, and nothing can grow there and Wally is this, you know, garbage robot who's just, you know, compacting the garbage and making little cubes out of it. And then he finds a plant that is growing. And the humans in the uh, the humans in the spaceships are out there and they're in these giant bark loungers that they don't ever have to get out of, and it brings everything to them and they have things in front of their face all the time and they're just, you know, big blobs that can't even walk. And that's the America that Biden wants. You don't go nowhere. You don't drink no beer. You don't eat no cows. You don't eat no moo stuff, no no dairy. And you just become a big old blob. And in the interim, of course, they are advocating that you buy an electric car. And uh, hey, (laughs) but you know, Buy an electric car and just pray that you don't get around any salt. I, I, I don't know where that is that you go, that you don't get any salt, but you go there. You go there and you live there. This whole green nonsense, this is them advocating that we die. This is why that young lady in England is going to be made to die. Because she is a drain on the system. When the system takes over everything you got going on, the system now dictates to you how much of what they have to offer you're going to get. And when they're tired of you taking and it becomes an issue and they can't really do anything about you and it's just going to stretch out forever, then you're expendable. You can go now. So this is equity at work when they push for this kind of equity what 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 it boils down to um we're all going to be equally submissive we're all going to be equally under their thumb And that's just never going to work. I mean, you know, I hate to tell them that. I I hate to put it to them that way because they're out there and they think that if they mandate it, see, I always thought they were going to have to disarm us to get what they wanted, but they're just going to push ahead anyway and just poke the bear. We're the bear. They don't care about poking us. And that's all fine. They can poke, 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 poke. I don't mind that at all. Come at me. But it's not going to work out too well for you. You see, one of the problems, we'll talk about this when we get back, The problem with the earth is all these doggone people. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. See the problem is that you don't know everything you've done. You just don't know. You don't know, and uh, that that's a big problem. That's a huge problem. So, the common sense retirement planning text line is seven one three zero seven. You can catch the you catch the show live streaming on the W O R D Facebook page, and the podcast is out there on the Free Odyssey app. Uh, and MSNBC decided to bring this, uh, this, uh, this pilgrim named Michael Mann, well-known green pusher. Bring him on because we got things to talk about. You see, Hurricane Adelia happened because Republicans exist. And it happened because we won't sign our own death warrants and go along with the rapid destruction of industries that use oil, coal, and natural gas. And to summarize what man said, warming water caused the storm to be more severe, and severe storms cost more in terms of life and property. What you didn't see is any scientific data that shows a direct link between our consumption of oil and natural gas and temperatures because temperatures have fluctuated while consumption of these natural resources has gone off the chain. So, this is a propaganda piece, pushing a book, and the radical green agenda and we get this from newsbusters msnbc's chris jansing welcome dr michael mander thursday program to promote his new book to discuss the aftermath of hurricane adalia and to wonder if death and destruction wasn't enough to get republicans to address climate change what is see this is the very same i mean this is the same thing as their they, they want climate change and they want assault weapons bans. If death and destruction isn't enough for them to, ch- to address the climate change or, you know, assault weapons bans, what is? See, this is nothing new to me. I've been following this for the last 12 years. See, they don't have any facts because facts don't actually exist to support this position. That's because the actual reality and the actual evidence just sort of shows that Gaia's pretty resourceful and takes care of herself. So they use manipulation and gaslighting. Biden shows his absolute ignorance when he says no one can deny that there's a climate crisis. He said nobody can deny the impact of the climate crisis. There's no real intelligence to deny the impacts of the climate crisis anymore. Well, there's no real evidence to indicate that there's actually anything like that. Mr. Resident. Now, they preach the importance of diversity. But you can't think what they're not thinking. You can't say what they're not saying. So any storm, fire, flood, or drought, well, here comes the destructive green agenda. And the problem is is that Biden has no idea that there's a huge number of scientists who do disagree. Now, you won't see or hear them. If they're watching MSNBC, CNN or WAPO or NYT or any of those other acronyms, um, there are scientists who say there is no climate emergency and state the climate is changing cyclically and naturally, as it always has, and we can actually move on and do something different. And we get this from Zero Hedge. There's no climate emergency, the Global Climate Intelligence Group said at its World Climate Declaration made public in August. There's no climate emergency, therefore there's no cause for panic and alarm. We strongly oppose the harmful and unrealistic net zero CO2 policy proposed for 2050. Go for adaptation instead of mitigation. Adaptation works whatever the causes are. To believe the outcome of a climate model is to believe what the model makers have put in. And this is precisely the problem of today's climate discussion, to which climate models are central. Climate science has degenerated into a discussion based on beliefs, not on sound, self-critical science. Should not we free ourselves from the naive belief in immature climate models? That's all impressive. That says everything I want to hear said. How many are saying this? It must be only one or two. Actually, it's a total of 1,609 including 321 from the United States. These are all worldwide. Another relevant takeaway, the coalition pointed out the Earth's climate has varied as long as it has existed, with the planet experiencing several cold and warm phases. The Little Ice Age only ended as recently as 1850. Therefore, it is no surprise that we're now experiencing a period of warming. Climate models have many shortcomings and are not remotely plausible as policy tools. And they added that these models exaggerate the effect of greenhouse gases and ignore the fact that enriching the atmosphere with CO2 is beneficial. <laughs> oh, gosh. They, uh, and even though climate alarmists characterize CO2 as environmentally damaging, the coalition pointed out the gas is not a pollutant. It's actually one of the building blocks of all life. You know, carbon based life forms. From the article, carbon dioxide is essential to all life on Earth and is favorable for nature. Extra CO2 results in the growth of global plant biomass while also boosting the yields of crops worldwide. What's the problem? Well, if you go with the green agenda, that's a spigot for billions and trillions of dollars. And the Green Pushers are going for this. This is all about greed. Right now you've got children, like you got children that are so scared. They get out and uh, they get out and they say to themselves, I'm going to be dead. My, I have no future. I'm, I'm, you know, This is what they've done. People like Gore carry a man. It's all about the Benjamins. And it's a shame that so many people including the U.N., pretend that they care about the poor, the middle class, the small businesses, the underdeveloped country, when they show us all the time that they don't. The only thing driving them is greed. And right now, we have a corrupt, incompetent resident who is willing to force the radical, destructive green agenda at any cost. The journalists aren't going to say anything about it. Well, they're not until it affects them. It's going to affect them at all t- Sooner or later, everything that the left puts together comes back at them. It has a boomerang effect. So when it slaps them, sometimes they change. I don't know exactly, you know, what kind of a impact that would take because if it was, I would try to replicate it and slap every single one of them with it. Understand this. The green agenda, we, we already are living in it. We, we don't need any of this stuff they want us to do. We need to quit cutting down all these trees and replacing them with wind farms. They just cut down 15 million trees in Scotland to put up a wind farm. How stupid is that? The 15 million trees were doing, doing a favor. We would solve the CO2 problem if everybody on the planet, I think, planted 10 trees. Now, I don't have enough room in my yard for 10 trees, but I have planted two, two real trees, two trees that are going to be allowed to grow as big as they'll get. And I have many bonsai that seem to really love the heat and the CO2 and the moisture and all the other things that come with it. It's a beautiful thing. You know what? They're going to force it on us. So you know what? Let's, I'll play your stupid game with you. Bring me the masks. This is News Talk 98.9 W.O.R.D. As long as there are going to be leftists, there's going to be people demanding that you comply to their wishes. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. Streaming live on the WORD Facebook page and the podcast, podcasts, everything I, most everything I do is available on the free Odyssey app. Still got to bring Gun Owners News Hour there. These people are totalitarians. Now, there are those who would say well, not everything they want to impose is a hardship if it's applied to them first. So, if they want to reimpose the COVID restrictions on the country, because there's an election coming, it's time to turn the tables on them. So, bring back the masks. And, you know, the people most inclined to demand everybody wear a face mask are the least likely to have a face that anybody wants to look like. And I'm not saying they're ugly. I am heavily implying it. And forget the mask. We need to create an N95 burqa for these people. Cover the whole body head to toe. And it wouldn't be pleasant for them, but think of all the Karens we'd be spared from. They'd all look alike. We could spot them a mile away. Half of their meltdowns are over how someone else is wearing, isn't wearing a scuba tank, exhaling in their general direction. So complete coverage might be the only way to shut these people up, and at a minimum, it's worth a try. Keep their kids home from school, too. That probably sounds like I'm being mean. And I don't mean to. Actually, I do. And I don't mean it at, you know, it's a swipe at their parents. The kids will be all right, ultimately. If you know anyone who was the child of a junkie, a drunk, or some other kind of degenerate, you likely notice how they don't indulge in that. They go the opposite way most of the time because they witnessed it. And what they've seen, what it does to people's lives. And it's not an ironclad rule. Sometimes those things are passed down, but, you know. Many times they're not. Idiot leftists are likely to have kids who recoil in horror at the prospect of what their parents are and rebel against them. Now, while we're sitting here eagerly awaiting that recoil, we have to recognize that we can't save everybody. Especially when the biggest threat to their sanity is providing half or, or all of their DNA. And we ha- need to do all we can to protect everyone else as best we can. Make schools for children of sane parents who don't use our kids as a neurotic pincushion for vaccines. And I bet dollars to donuts the issue with kids declaring themselves to be the opposite or some random made-up gender disappears. Now the teachers pushing this stuff will still be there. And we really need to get rid of teachers unions and tenure, but they'll be screaming into the Grand Canyon not grooming kids. Just imagine the TikTok videos these psychotic narcissists would produce when their attempts to discuss how they spent the weekend at a Thruple orgy for people so unattractive they can only land other chuds is met with a resounding, how about you just teach us to do math? I got money to pay for that one. And let people walk their dogs with face coverings too. When you drive down the neighborhood, it's very tough to spot the crazy people in their neighborhood just by driving past their houses. Even crazy people have mostly exited the Pink Flamingo and Garden Gnome game. But if you see them walking their dog with a mask on, or my personal favorite, which is driving their car with the windows up with a mask on, you know whose house to skip for Halloween. I mean, that used to be one of my things. We have all the tools that we need to spot them and avoid them and most importantly, vote for them next November. So encourage them to mask up and burka up and scuba gear up and slather themselves in Purell and they can use their Lysol wipes as currency. And give them a wide berth. As wide as they need to show the world who they are. Let them hang their velvet paintings of Dr. Fauci and lecture everybody else about how they must comply. It will only serve to remind everyone of what they did the first time around. And then, as they marched down the street with a little booster syringe hanging out of their arm, if we can't use that to beat these people, we sort of deserve to lose. And let me say that as clear as I can. We're in the middle right now of the left showing us who they really are. They don't even put up a pretense anymore. Back in the 80s and the 90s, they put up pretense. If we can't message against that and beat it, we're not only going to lose next year, we're going to deserve to lose. So let's let's see those uh, leftists mask up again. I am ready for that. I am ready to see that happen again. They're showing us who they are. I have, you know, I I sat back for the longest time and I said to myself, Self, you know, when I was in the military, I was actually representing everybody. I wasn't just representing this side or that side. I was representing the whole of the United States. I am protecting the whole of the United States. And some of you, some of you appreciated that. And I appreciate that you appreciated it. Some of you thought it was your due. Some of you would never have done what I do, have done. I don't even know where I'm at on that one. You get what I'm saying though. Those people that take it upon themselves, to tell me that I need to go this way when I'm walking down the aisle and all this other stuff. Um, no, I see you for who you are. I'm not going to comply with your little thing. I'm not going to put up with this nonsense. You go ahead and wear the mask by all means, wear the mask, get a crash helmet. And wear that with a mask on underneath it while you drive a car. Save yourself. While you're out there putting on all these layers and everything, just, you know, you're, deta- you're, you're getting so many, so many layers against you away from humanity. Do you even like being alive? And the difference between me and you is that I really like being alive. I like being with other humans. I like social interaction. And unfortunately for you, leftists, that's not your lane to make that call as to whether I get to enjoy social interaction. That's just what I get to do. Because I was born free and I'm going out free. And with that, I'm going out. I'll talk to you guys in about 22 hours. This is News Talk 98.9 WRD, the voice of the Carolinas.